So today we're going to discuss uh, Hilchos Cholamoy. God once said in Vayikra, Chav Gimel, Ele Moadei Hashem Mikrei Kodesh Hashem Kuatam Bimoadam. Again, the pasuk, Ele Moadei Hashem Mikrei Kodesh Hashem Tikuatam Bimoadam. The Rambam in Hilchos Yom Tov Perek Zayin says, Cholo Shel Moed. Afati shalone amar bo shabaton, in other words, even though the Torah doesn't describe it as a shabaton, hoil v'nikra, quote, mikra kodesh, end quote, since the Torah does label it as a mikra kodesh, harei hu zman chagiga b'migdash. It's a time of celebration in the Migdash. Osu ba'asiyat melacha, k'day shalo yehei k'shar yemei hachol, she'ein behem kedusha klal. And therefore, doing malacha on Cholamoid is prohibited in order that it shouldn't seem like any other day of the week that doesn't have any sanctity at all. Okay? So from the Lush of the Rambam, it might be mashma that the Rambam is giving a reason. Most understand the Rambam means to say that it's a Rabbanan. It's Midiraita, malacha is mutan Cholamoid, Rabbanan will go there in order um, to preserve the, the atmosphere and the, the uh, sanctity of Cholamoy. In Pirkei Avos, Pereg Gimel Mishnah Yir Aleph, it says, Rabbi Loza Mordi Omer, Hamevazet HaMoadot, a person who denigrates the Moadot, Ein Lochelek Omaba, and Rashi there explains that Moadot means Cholamoy. Probably the reason why he had to say Ein Lochelik Om Haba was might have been because it was might have been a phenomenon of, that people didn't give it the proper um, respect. And indeed, in, in my humble opinion, today a lot of people do not give Cholamoy the proper respect that, that that's required. And the Mevazet Amoadot. So today I want to speak about the specifics of 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 Halacha of Cholamoy. First, I'll give you the, uh, uh, the rather short part of it, which is the positive mitzvot, or kiyumim on cholamoid, and afterwards we'll get to the isuri malach on cholamoid. So first, one interesting discussion is whether, does cholamoid have some kind of a facet of a din of a yom tov? Okay, um, the Magin Avram, the Taz, come to the conclusion that it doesn't have a din of a yom tov. As an example, one nafkamina would be, you couldn't say harachman, you know, on, in Birkat Amazon of a yom shekulo tov. Because it's not, it's not technically uh, considered a Yom Tov. The Mishabura points out a different din that one should dress properly on Cholamoid. Um, he says the minog is to wear big day Shabbat. That's what the Mishabura says. Now, it could be many people don't actually walk around with a suit and tie on Cholamoid specifically. Um, I would say that a person should dress such that it's clear to anybody who sees him that it's not a regular day. And in this way, he'll show, you know, kafod to, to the mo'adot. In other words, a person can't downdress, a person should dress nicely, smartly. And that's why you see so many people that wear a white shirt on cholamoid, because that clearly shows that, you know, the, the dressing uh, appropriately for cholamoid. And one definitely should not be downdressing. In other words, it is not a week, a week of Sundays, as some people think. You could walk around, you know, with, with whatever Sunday type of clothes uh, uh, you would wear. Okay. 
Tzuda. So the Shukhanar says very, very clearly, Paskins, that there is no Chiyuv of Tzuda on Cholamoid particularly. You don't have to be Kovea Tzuda on bread. The Rambam, on the other hand, says that there is a Chiyuv of Simcha. The Rambam, Hilchot Yom Tov Perek Vav, Halacha Yud Zayin, says you have to be to to be misameach for simcha on cholamoid on each day on cholamoid. Um, Rav Moshe Feinstein mentions that it would be a, it's a good it's a good thing if a person would drink wine every day of cholamoid in order to be mekayim like ein simcha el vasaviyayin. But the Magen Avram very clearly says there's no chiyuv for a person to drink wine. But if a person should make himself aware that because it's cholamoid they should eat something nice. In order to be misameach to add simcha to the day, um, post can talk about wearing new clothes, giving candies out to children to try to uh, add to the simcha of cholamoid. Yes, Avi. Is there a no for or weddings because Marvin can't have simcha? There is a din of not having weddings on cholamoid because of Marvin simcha. Simcha a bar mitzvah is a date. Whenever it falls out, it falls out, and it is preferable. To celebrate your bar mitzvah, bobiyom, meaning on the day you actually become 13. So you definitely would not push off a bar mitzvah because of all my weddings you should not do because, yeah, because I'll say in Marbim Simcha Besimcha you don't mix two different simachot. Okay, and with that we've gotten to the end of the list of the positive kiyumim of, of Cholamoid, and now we go on to the Isuri Malacha in Cholamoid. So before we start the Isuri Malacha, I just want to point out that there's actually a machokas rishonim, uh, whether Yisui Malacha or the right of the Rabbanan. I, I point out the Rambam, but Rabbeinu Tam also is of the opinion, and so is the Rosh of the opinion that's of the Rabbanan. Generally speaking, the Shulchan Aruch, when the Rambam and the Rosh would coincide, the Shulchan Aruch usually went in the direction of the Rambam and the Rosh. The Rif here, like Rashi, holds it a, a, it's an Yisui Diraita. So it is an interesting mix of rishonim. We have the Rif and Rashi, Svar and Ashkenaz together hold the Zenisu Deraita, meaning the Isuri Melacha on Cholamoid or Isuri also Midiraita. And you have the Rambam, also Chachmei Svar with the Rabbeinu Tam and the Rosh, is Chachmei Ashkenaz that holds the Rabbanan. Okay, um, now, the way I want to present it, and this is just di- didactic direction, the way I want to present the halacha to you, so you should remember them very clearly is that basically we start with an assumption that anything that is also on Shabbat and Yom Tov, any malacha that's also on Shabbat and Yom Tov, is also on Cholamoid. Okay? That's our starting point. Including the Dine Durabanans, the Shus, and including uh, things like Amir Al-Akum, all that applies on Cholamoid. And then, what I'm going to do now is list to you the Heterim, Okay, so your starting point is if you know something's also on Shabbos, it's also on, on Yom Tov, you know you can't do it on, on Cholamoid, unless, and now I'm going to spend the rest of the year giving you the unlesses, or the, or the, the, uh, the exception to the, to the rule. Okay, let me quickly list the nine exceptions to the rule, and then I'm going to go in one by one. Number one is Sorach Hamoid. Number two is Sorach Ochel Nefesh. Number three is Tzorche Rabim. Number four is Davar Ha'avud. 
Number five is Oni Sheinlo Malachol. That's while you're employing a poor person that has nothing to eat if you don't employ him. And lastly, you have six, seven, eight, and nine, which are areas that are the Rabbanans that Rabbanan didn't extend to Cholamoid. That is number one, Muktza. Two, Hotza'a, Mirshut Lurshut. Eight, I mean, I'm sorry, next one, Tchumim. Okay, according to most posts, there's no limit of Tchumim and Cholamoid, although the Minchaschino held that there was. Um, and lastly, Davar Davar. We learned not that far ago, not that long ago, that yeah, a person has to limit the way he speaks on Shabbat. There is no limit on Cholamoy. Okay, okay, but there is Amir Lakum specifically. Okay, now I'm going to get to each one, one by one. Question? Is there specifically that Asr Mishal is not Asr Mishal because Hotel is not Asr Mishal? Who said? I'm not going to get into that now. But what your, your comment is not, not 100% true. Truly. No, I'm not going to go into it now. All right, number one, Tzorach HaMoed. Now, as I said, that, that the rule is, if it's also on Shabbos, also on Yom Tov, also on Cholamoid, unless the task that you're about to do is with Tzorach HaMoed. And you could realize that this is probably the broadest hetero of all the heterim I'm going to discuss. So if you do something that is with Tzorach HaMoed for the need of the Moed, okay, um, then it's mutter to do on Cholamoid, on the condition that it's done as a ma'asa hediot as opposed to a ma'asa uman. Let me explain ma'asa uman, ma'asa hediot. There are certain acts that require a, tra- a trained hand or a trained skill in order to do it. A person wouldn't be able to just observe and go ahead and do it. Like you could watch someone build a roof and you probably could just mimic that and do that. There's no specific skill in building a roof. It's just knowledge. Okay? It's knowledge. But if I would say, let's say, lay this floor here, to lay this floor, I guarantee you, if you watch somebody for three weeks, every day for eight hours, and just watch them do it, you would not be able to lay this floor. Because, because it's an art. It's an artisan. Okay? It's, it, it, that's a masa uman. Okay? A masa uman is something that requires a certain amount of training. I'll give you a simple application uh, sewing by hand. Okay? Now, some of you could say, like, what's the big deal in sewing? Not true. In other words, to sew by hand, to sew evenly and to sew properly, there's a lot, a lot to it, and there's a lot of practice that goes into it to be able to do it properly. And there, therefore, that type of thing is called a masa uman. Okay? Um, even a malacha, like sewing, can be done in it like a derachedio, you do a type of a shinui and you specifically make the stitches uneven, and, and et cetera, et cetera, and it can, you can convert it to a, to a Maisa Uman, uh, Maisa Hedyot, rather. So again, the first rule is, if you're doing a Malachah, that's with Sarah HaMoid, it's in need of the Moid, need of Cholamoid, or need of the upcoming Yom Tov, it's mutter to do on Cholamoid, whatever Malachah it is, it's mutter, on condition that you do it Maisa Hedyot. Hedyot means an unskilled uh, labor. Okay? When would it nonetheless be also even if it's Litzor HaMoid? Okay, and now I'm going to give you a number of examples, okay, that would be also even if it's Litzor HaMoid. One is that it's also to be mechaven your malacha specifically to the Cholamoid. And you can imagine 
the people that work hard the entire year and then they get cholamoid off, there's a lot of things they, they, they would like to do. So they schedule certain things to be done on cholamoid. Okay? And also, you're not allowed to schedule those things to, to be done on cholamoid. Um, whatever the case may be. In other words, it's not relevant whether it's with sarcomoid or not. You're not allowed to schedule to do them specifically. Something like gardening is a good example. Okay? To mow your lawn. You want to do it because you want the house to look presentable for cholamoid. Cover amoid. Right? You can't do it because mowing the lawn is something you should have done before. You shouldn't have been mechavin to do it exactly uh, during cholamoid. And therefore, you're not allowed to do any type of gardening at all with sarcomoid. And I may add, the same thing is true by ma'asa'akum. In other words, you can't ask a non-Jew to mow your lawn and do your gardening on cholamoid. Okay? Because you're being mechavin it to, to the moid. And you have to ask him, no, please don't do it then. Do it some other time. Now, interesting, Shiloh, would be, you know, if you, you know, have a guy under contract and he always does it that day and he can't do it before, etc., uh, what would the situation be? You'd have to ask a, a, for a psak. But normally, you should be instructing your gardeners or you yourself shouldn't be doing gardening. gardening. The Chazonish asks an interesting question. What about polishing shoes? You could polish shoes before Yom right? Are you allowed to polish shoes on Cholamoid? So he says you're allowed to, since normal people polish the shoes every week. Whoever, who polishes the shoes every week? Raise your hands. So my father, Oliver Shalom, trained me. Erev Shabbos, you polish your shoes. Was, you know, part of the preparation of Shabbos. I have to admit that I didn't learn well in his, in his lesson, but he was very, very mocked to try to get me to polish every Erev Shabbos. So I only understood that, therefore, it's not something that you could avoid. Even if you, even if you polish your shoes, Erev Chag, you're still going to end up needing to polish your shoes again on Cholamoid, and therefore, it's mutter. No, it's just not a double that you're being mechaving to. Uh, another example, Rav Moshe Feinstein says a person can't take a, 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 a hammer to knock a nail into the wall to hang a picture. Because it's something you should have done before Cholamoid. You knew it. You should, you should have done it before Cholamoid. And therefore, it's a problem of being mechaving to a moid. Um, washing or vacuum, washing the floor or vacuuming the carpet is also mutter because it's something you do regularly at least once a week and therefore it's not an aspect of being mechavin to the moed and therefore being mutter to do and all these things are also basically masahedyot. I don't know if there's really an umness in gardening or anything or, or any of these things. Okay? Question? None? All right. The second thing... Um, now let me give you some examples of Masa Oman. I, I, I told sewing would, one, would be one example. Fixing shoes. To fix shoes is a Masa Oman. Okay? Uh, crocheting a keeper. Any of you crochet keepers? Come on, don't be, don't be ashamed. No? None of you? None of you ever tried? You tried? And, but you didn't succeed. All right, it's a Masa Oman. You agree it's a Masa Oman, right? It requires a certain training of hand. Knitting and crocheting. The truth is, fixing most things could be arguably uh, Masa Uman. And here it's a little bit difficult. It's difficult to discern. And as when we talk about, we, when we talk about fixing things, a lot of times we talk about fixing your computer or fixing, you know, that, that might be an, just an issue of knowledge. But let's say fixing a watch, 
is a Maisa Uman, and even fixing a car, fixing a car is a Maisa Uman. And it's a very, very common thing that cars break down a Cholamoy. And no, it would have to be something that would be common. Just because you happen to be an Uman doesn't mean that it's not a Maisa Uman. Get it? In other words, if a common man doesn't know how to do it, uh, I, I, I once saw, I, I think it was a Moshe Feinstein, a discussion of typing, whether typing was a Maisa Uman or not. And you have to understand, this was written 60 years ago, you know, in typewriters, in the good old days, with typewriters. Um, nowadays, every kindergarten kid knows how to type, right? I mean, every, everybody knows how to type, except for me. Um, people know how to type, so I, it's very hard to imagine. It could be that 60 years ago it was Maisa Uman, and today it's not, not considered a Maisa Uman because it became so, so common. I didn't talk about Turkey yet. No, no, but I guess it's something that would be like, but everyone else can do it, but you're just located in the class. No. No, it's, my suitman is only measured by the average person. The average person, if it's a my suitman. Okay. Now, as I mentioned, all these things can be done usually with a shinui. Not always. And if the outcome can't be done differently, you know, it's a question of fixing something like changing your wheel of your car, your tire. How many of you know how to change a tire? Oh my goodness. I don't know. You, you got it. That's something that, that your father teaches his son, I think. Before he gives him the keys of the car, he teaches him how to fix the tire, no? Okay. All right. And, anyways, um, I think changing a tire, you know, I don't know, basic battery stuff or something like that, probably is not a nice woman. But well beyond that, you know, a lot of things is a nice woman. Things that you could look at and figure out on your own, and, 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 and it's no big deal. The average person can figure out on their own is probably not a nice woman. Yeah? I'll get to that separately. Um, so, so I said, number one, you can't be Machav Zemoy. Number two, you can't be a nice woman. Number three, you can't accept pay, wages for malachot um, that you do on Cholmoy. In other words, I'm talking about even if it's L'Tzorah Chamoid. Even if it's L'Tzorah Chamoid. As an example, polishing shoes. Someone asks you, do me a favor, polish your shoes, I'll give you $2. Polish my shoes. So Chazonish said, it, it's, it's mutter, it's not a Maisa Oman, and you're not being Machav until Moed, but you're not allowed to take money for it. Any, you can't take money to do a malacha on Cholmoid. If it's not a malacha, Okay, then you're allowed to take money for it, like babysitting. Like babysitting, you'd be able to do, to do it. And later on, we're going to talk about Tzorach Ochel Nefesh, is also a separate header for that, about taking Schar. But other than that, uh, you're not allowed to. The fourth, the fourth exception, even if it's a Tzorach Amoid, is if it's a Zilzul for the Moid. Rav Moshe Feinstein has an example can you close the door? Moshe Feinstein has an example, washing your car. Let's say your car is particularly dirty. And, you know, it's not covered, you were drying around on a cholamoid, but you really feel that you do want to do it with cholamoid moed, you want to wash your car. Moshe feels that it's a zilzal. There's a certain, certain work that you, like, change your clothes for and you get all dirty. Moshe Feinstein felt, that's how felt, that it was a zilzal to wash your car. Or to paint, let's say, to paint the, the walls of your, your home. How do you call it in English? Uh, to decorate, right? Yeah. To decorate the walls of your home. 
So Ramosha says that's that's a zilzul in the Moed. Because even if it's a Tzorach Moed, and even if for some reason, you know, you're not Machavit to the Moed, something happens. And you need to... Right, right. Right, exactly. It's because it's a zilzul. Okay. Let's say a person... Um, let's say a person wants to go... Oh, driving a car. Driving a car per se. To drive a car. It's an interesting question whether driving a car per se is a Maisa Uman. According to most, I think for some reason it's not considered a Maisa Uman, but it's a good, good argument. Most postcards from what I know don't consider a Maisa Uman. But to drive a car, as you know, is an, is an Isser. Right? There's all kinds of Isurim, but the simplest uh, Isser is Havara. That you're creating combustion, you're burning gas. When you, uh, you you light lights also, there's all kinds of other issues, but whatever, you can't normally drive a car. But you could drive a car to Tzorach HaMoed. If you have a need for the Moed to drive the car, you're allowed to drive the car. Okay? What if you don't have a particular task to do with the car, you just enjoy driving? So that would also be considered Tzorach HaMoed. Because if you enjoy it, if you get pleasure from driving... So that's considered Tzorach HaMoed. Let's say you're not doing it because you enjoy it. You're doing it to go pick up something at somebody's, uh, somebody's house. Okay? And you want to pick up, let's say, some school books that you should have after, after the second Yom Tov. You'll be able to have it right away to be able to study on Yom Yom Tov, let's say. Okay? That's doing a malacha Shalol Tzorach HaMoed. And that wouldn't be mutter. You get it? It wouldn't be worth it to go into the car, to drive to your friend's house, to pick up books that you need for after Chag. Pardon me? It would be mutter to walk there. Not an issue. I didn't mention Hachana. There's no malach involved, and you, therefore it would be mutter to do it. Right? But you wouldn't be able to drive the car to do it. And the truth is, you wouldn't be able to make a phone call or send a text message on issues that have nothing to do with Cholamoid. If your real reason why you're sending text messages is because you just like the person and you just want contact, you know, so you write to them, what are you doing after Chag? You have to think carefully what your motive is. Then it would be okay. Because a lot of people just enjoy talking. It's not the content of what they do, what they talk. It's just the SM communication is important to them. Then that would be considered Cholamoid. But to make arrangements I don't know, you know, you, so we want to take a trip after, after Chag. To make arrangements and call on the phone to do that would not be mutter because it's a malacha and it's lola tzorach What if your mother asks you to pick up some books that she needs for after Yantov? What would the din be? Oh, so, so, so you were mechavin to Rebuchim Sin Tzal's answer. Somebody asked me that question, I, and I also thought maybe what I said them to Rav Luchensin Tzatzal, and that's what he answered. He answered that you fulfilling the task, driving the car, and fulfilling the task of your parent, is L'Tzorach HaMoyed, because, not me didn't kill it over aim per se. In other words, the fact that you have a the mitzvah, being mechavit over aim, is your Tzorach right now. Because you have a need right now to, to listen to your parents, and therefore it would be mutter. Okay? Yes, so in other words, the same act of picking up the books if, if for after Yom Tov, to do it for yourself would be awesome, but if your mother asks you to do it, it would be mother because it would be considered Sarah Hamoy.
questions. A friend asks you a favor. I don't know. It's interesting. I see your logic, uh, logical connection, and, and the, you know there is something there. You're doing a chesed for somebody, and you're getting the chesed now. I would imagine that would be mutter. As you're doing a chesed now, if you did the same task, task for yourself, it would be also. Okay. All right. Now I get to the second point. The first heter that we spoke about was Lutzar Hamoid. Okay, and I gave all the exceptions to that exception, right? And now I'm going to the second exception, which is called Tzorach Ochel Nefesh. Okay, Ochel Nefesh is basically preparation for food to be consumed, as opposed to preparation for food not to be consumed, as an example, grinding uh, wheat into flour is not Ochel Nefesh, normally because it's not the way we use flour. Okay. So, Ochel Nefesh is preparing food to be consumed either on Cholamoid or the Yom Tov. Not for the Shabbos that falls out after the Yom Tov. That wouldn't be considered Ochel Nefesh. Right? So, Chazal were more making... Now, one could ask, well, why, why is it a separate category? It's automatically under the same category as Tzorachamoid. Right? Just because this is for food, it's still Tzorachamoid, and, and you would be right. The reason why I put it as a separate category is because in the category of Tzorach Ochel Nefesh, Chazal will more mekel. More mekel than, than Stam Tzorach Hamoid. Number one, they were mekel in that even a master woman would be mutter. As an example, if you have, I don't know, a chef that knows how to make a souffle or whatever type of mover that, let's say, carving, uh, you know, a certain thing in a certain way that, that might be a master woman, so, it will be mutter, because it's a tzorach ochel nefesh. Secondly, it's completely mutter to be mechaveh to the moed. You're allowed to say, ah, when I have more time on my hands, I'll bake a cake for the second day yontif. I could easily bake the cake now and freeze it or whatever, but I could bake it, I'm allowed to be mechaveh, to say, you know what, I'll allocate that time for cholamoid because it's preparation for food, and that's mutter to do. Thirdly, it's mutter to get wages, to receive wages for a malacha that you're doing that's ochel nefesh. Okay, you could work for a caterer and cook and do all kinds of malacha like that and it would be mutter to, to accept wages for that. Okay, and the fourth heter, no, yeah, the fourth heter is even if it's a suffix tzorech hamoed, when it comes to ochel nefesh, it's mutter. Shall I give you an example of a suffix Precisely. Preparing food when you're not sure whether you need the food on Cholamoid or Yom Tov or not. You don't know if you're going to need it. You don't know if, if guests will come, uh, come or not. And there's always a chance that guests will come. So you're allowed to cook the food on the chance that maybe guests will come. Even a suffix would be mutter. Okay? Um, Rav Moshe Feinstein I remember learning this halacha when I was eight years old. Uh, Rav Moshe Feinstein Paskin said it's mutter to go fishing on Cholamoid. Okay? Why? Because there's a chance you might catch a fish. And if you catch a fish, there's a chance you might eat it. Now, I think I agree with you. I think the dimension of fun is also enough to be moderate. Huh? Um... I would think so. 
you would ask me, I would say fishing is a Maisa Uman, but if you would ask the average person, they would say it's not a Maisa Uman, any idiot can do it. But they would be wrong. Hmm? No, I, look, technically I don't think it's a Maisa Uman, but there's an Umnus to fishing. Okay? The truth is an Umnus to everything, but a Maisa Uman is specifically when the outcome of the product is reflected in the expertise of the person doing it. You bring a fish home, doesn't show any ex- the expertise of, on the product itself. You, you can bring the fish, you don't. Yes? What's the difference between, even if it's a stuff like so Solomon and onion itself is making a bit extra in case it's As an example, you wouldn't be allowed to, to, to polish your shoes because maybe your first pair of shoes might get dirty and you might need them. If you have two pairs of shoes, you, you only polish what you need. You're not allowed to polish the other pair of shoes. The suffix, maybe I'll need it. Okay? All right. The fifth heter, specifically for Ochel Nefesh, is his mutter to be marba bishiurim, which means if I'm making a soup that I need for cholamoid or for yamtov, I'm allowed to make a double batch of the soup, even if I'm certain that I won't need a double batch. Okay? You're allowed to be marba bishiurim. Okay? Um... Even though cooking soup for after Yantif wouldn't be mutter. But since you're already cooking, you're allowed to just do more of a quantity of the particular thing that you're making. Okay? Next. Um, this is under, still under Sarah Ochel Nefesh. And here there's a separate category called Machshire Ochel Nefesh. Machshire Ochel Nefesh is doing a malacha that doesn't result in food, in, pro, in the product of food. You do a malacha in order to prepare something else in order to help you prepare the food. As an example, uh, sharpening a knife. To sharpen a knife, which also might be arguably my su'uman, but I think also a lot of possum don't consider it. In any case, sharpening a knife. You know, the result is a sharp knife. It's not food. But it aids, the tool aids you in preparing your food. And that's machshir ochel nefesh. And it's muta to do, it's muta to do on cholamoy, nefesh, but there are certain chumrot when it comes to them, and that is number one, sharpening a knife. I mean, woman number one, a maisa uman. Knife sharpening, at least with a stone, is a maisa uman. You know, it takes practice to do it properly. It takes a lot of practice to do it properly. And I'm not talking about pulling it through one of these cheater sharpener things. That is not a maisa uman that you can do. Um, so you wouldn't be able to use a, wedding sto- a whetstone to sharpen a knife, but you, 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 you would be able to use one of these automatic sharpeners. Let's say your oven breaks down. Fixing the oven or, bring, or calling a person to fix the oven would not be mutter because it's a maisa uman, unless it's something that anybody could just look at and figure out on their own you know, to fix, but if it requires calling down the, 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 the handyman or the repairman, rather, it wouldn't be mutter to do on Cholamoid. You'd have to find some other solution to uh, bake on Cholamoid. Another chumra when it comes to Machshir Yochel Nefesh is you can't be machaving to the moid. Okay? In other words, preparation, a preparation of things that you need to use to cook or bake, you wouldn't be able to be machaving to the moid. Okay? Lastly, in this, in this category of, of, uh, of Ochel Nefesh, 
is a category that I call Tzorche HaGuf, the needs of the body. In other words, this is categorized as being Ochel Nefesh, the needs of your body. Best I can give an example, um, and you'll understand what I'm talking about. Brushing with toothpaste, according to many, maybe, maybe even most poskim, is also on Shabbos and Yom Tov. Okay? Primarily because it polishes your teeth. Okay? Um, liquid toothpaste, according to most poskim, is okay. On Cholomoed, it's mutter to use toothpaste because it's Torah HaGuf. You know, it's a malacha, but it's a Torah HaGuf. According to most poskim, using a comb to comb your hair on Shabbos and Yom Tov is also because it's like a psikresha that you're going to be plucking out hairs. Um, again, it's a tzorach aguf, and you'd be mutafu to comb or, or brush your hair on chalamoy. Um, heating up hot water to wash your face or to, or to bathe or to shower would be also on Yom Tov and be also on Shabbos, but mutter on chalamoy because it's tzorach aguf. Okay? Um, using a bar of soap according to most poskim, not all poskim, I think Ravaya Yosef is mekel, but using a bar of soap, according to most poskim, you can't do in Shabbos and Yom Tov, you'd be allowed to do in Cholomoyed, because it's a Tzorach HaGuf. Pardon me? Tzorach HaGuf, it falls under Ochel Nefesh, that's the Chiddush. That these things follow the dinam of Ochel Nefesh, all the dinam of Ochel Nefesh, these follow. Um, using a bar of soap. Because you, it, it's more more makeup. All the coolers that I mentioned before, you could have it use a mice woman. I'll give you an example. Your glasses break. Your eyeglasses break on 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 chalamoy. You could bring it to an uman to fix. Why? Because it falls under the category of tzorach ahol nefesh, as opposed to normally tzorach it's, it's more makeup. Um, that Rav Moshe Feinstein gave that psak about bringing it to an uman to fix. Uh, your heating system of your house called breaks. You can call the the uh, what you call the repairman dude to fix the furnace or the air conditioner, even though it's cholamoid, because it's directly litzorah haguf, and even a ma'aser oman would be mutter, because that's that's considered tzorah nefesh. It's interesting. In other words, your oven to bake bread or to bake cake, you cannot have an oman fix, because that's machshir achol nefesh. But your your air conditioner or heater or furnace is tzorachachu nefesh, because it's tzorachaguf. Okay, we're good. Um, I think I'm going to stop here.